0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to investing yourself the podcast series where your host myself phil better the podcast mogul interviews amazing podcasters about their show so that you can learn more uh i have today an amazing podcaster in her own right danielle meadows sinnet from the more than graphics podcast hello danielle hello (laughs) how are you doing today
1: I am very chipper. High energy. I'm loving
0: this. <laughs> I, I, I love the high energy. I saw your uh, you tagged me in a post earlier that you're going on the podcast. I was excited about that. I'm just, uh I am enjoying already the minor interaction we had before starting the show. Uh, Danielle, I have a bunch of information about you, but I prefer my guests to introduce themselves because it's always more heartfelt, I feel, when it comes from my guests. So please let my audience know a bit about yourself and your show.
1: Sure. Um, So I'm Danielle meadows Dennett. I am CEO and Creative Director at Octane Design Studios, which is a 12-year-old digital marketing and branding firm based in the heart of the bluegrass. So I'm surrounded by tons and tons of women who do really kick-ass things. So um, I love the fact that um, through my professional journey as, um, a, as a creative director, I've also been able to curate this really cool podcast called The More Than Graphics Podcast, which is really just a self-imposed mantra, um, lifestyle mantra, to be more than just the things that I create.
0: I love it. I love it. Now, how long have you been podcasting?
1: This will be uh, our fourth year as a podcast, but I've been doing podcast producing um, for six years now.
0: Wow, I love it. Um so what got you into it? Like what was your why to start a podcast or to get into the world of podcasting?
1: Absolutely. So as a as a podcast producer, I'm creating all kinds of things on the back end, and I never really had a desi- desire to really be <laughs> in front of the mic versus kind of behind it. Um so it really kind of came from this place of I have a ton of stories. I have a ton of people who have amazing testimonies about how they've been able to overcome a lot of um, difficulties, whether in their life on a personal level or professionally. And I just really wanted to amplify that platform, amplify a way where um, mainly women, um, but a lot of creatives, um, both in the tech aspect, but also in the creative industry, could really share about how they've been able to triumph and overcome um, some sort of. Um, obstacle.
0: I love it. I love it. Oh, this is great. I love getting it. (laughs) I love talking. So, I love talking with podcasters who have been in the game just about the same length of time or longer than I have because there's a different level when you start taking it more professionally Mm -hmm. When you shift from being hobbyist to professional. Your language changes. Yes. Everything, you know, like, oh yeah, I do a podcast over here. I produce podcasts and this is what it is exactly. And you have your 10 words, you know, your audience, everything. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited to talk to you about this and help some other people. But the More Than Graphics podcast, what spurred the idea to create it?
1: So originally my idea came from a kind of this lifestyle ha- business hashtag. Um, so I was using, and I still do, um, shout out to everyone who's also using it, That you know, we'll get you. Um, <laughs> it's one of the situations where I like I tell everyone, you know, I'm more than graphics. And it really came as a compliment originally, the idea. And then it went further into, oh, no, I can actually trademark and use this as my hashtag. And it went even further to, okay, but I'm more than just the things that I create. I can actually sit down with some people and have a conversation about more than graphics. So that is kind of really where that spurred from. It originally started with three women. We're now two, a team of two. Um, Mm -hmm. My podcast sister, Cicely, is amazing. We kind of come from similar spaces, but we're both in uh, different areas. I'm definitely more of the uh, creative tech, and she's in the med tech creative Mm -hmm. field. So it's really kind of cool that we can collaborate in this way to provide more voices to be amplified through our platform. Oh, I
0: love it. <laughs> it's fun. I'm just like giddy over here, smiling. Um, <laughs> so when you started, was there, were you just thrust into the role of creating podcasts as a podcast producer? Those That uh, those like six years ago
1: um so before i was just kind of doing it like you said hobby to profession right we started out just kind of hey i could do that for you um i'll do this on the side just for fun and then slowly grew into, no i can make money from this i can profit from this i can do more so and and again that whole you know the catchphrase more than graphics being more than that so it just kind of goes back around to creating more of a, a space for other women who were kind of feeling that same way like I could do more, um, but I don't want to be labeled as just this, you know, one particular area, which was also, a, I guess, a really good spurning of why we wanted to do this particular podcast. We wanted to create a safe place for other women, specifically women of color who were kind of like us, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a little introvert, maybe a little extrovert when we're on camera and we have to figure out and map and navigate um, our, our own obstacles in our own way. So, it was kind of cool at first when I sat down and started this with a couple of different women and we, they're closest as we could be bef- then as we are now. <laughs> so that's really... great.
0: did It didn't ruin friendships. That's that's a, that's a positive. Um, right.
1: Cause there's horror stories out there.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. No, no. I, I, I have a few friends who have lost, like had to go to court over oh, things wow. like this. Yeah, no, it's, it's insane. And uh, right. that's why I'm like, I think I will stay solo and hire people. So it's like, <laughs> it's all mine. <laughs>
1: um <laughs> we keep good boundaries i just feel like it's not it's not like a hand holding like we're always in it together it's not a sister wives thing even though i've referenced that before but it's more so of like how do we create these vo- how do we amplify these voices and do it in a regular fashion that doesn't you know diminish what we are building so that really kind of helped by having you know some boundaries in place some time we actually spent time together just recently um we went bowling our husbands
0: um
1: our husbands got together and we all got together and we went bowling so it was kind of fun to have that kind of experience too
0: (laughs) there you go that's that's building the relationships that are more important building and that makes the show even better because you have this connection you guys can think off of each other and you know what works with each other so that's amazing um when you started uh more than graphics did you have like so young younger podcasters don't know about the avatar, the listener avatar. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is so important because when you learn about that, your show explodes. Did you start off with an idea of who you wanted to be the ideal listener or was that something that was created a bit later?
1: Oh, we had a goal. Our goal was to reach other introverted women like us. Uh, We wanted to find more women that look like us. So more brown women, more women of color. We wanted more of a multicultural approach to this instead of just assuming that um, anyone and everyone was listening. I will say in the first two years, though, our biggest gain was men more more (laughs) so than women, to be honest. I think they just wanted a little, you know, extra tidbit on how they can kind of wiggle in. How can I tap into uh, the females here in this area or in this particular mindset? So I really liked that. That was kind of interesting and different. I wasn't expecting that. But I I think also, like, as we grew, we started to better understand, like, women want to find their tribe. Women Mm. want to find other people where they have a sense of belonging. And, you know, I'm quirky AF, so I love the fact that I can find other quirky women who want to um, connect, other quirky women who are in the tech spaces that are looking for other women who just want to chill. Maybe they don't even want to touch each other. They just want to, you know, be in the same spot, be in the same room. I get that. So that's also been something that I feel like has been very fruitful from this experience. Is just reaching out and accumulating more women who are for the cause, um, creating those safe spaces for them.
0: I love that. I love how you—it's it's started with one goal and then it just reached out and hit multiple different things. Now, do you use uh, more than graphics uh, to move business or move? <laughs> the listeners to consumers to customers, how was that process for you? How did you figure out to monetize your podcast?
1: So the monetization part actually was something I kind of had a little background in because I had done producing before for others. And so I was very aware, but also what helped was getting out in the field more so as a podcaster Um, coming again from a place of being in front of the mic and not necessarily behind Um, I was very aware of some of the elements that needed to be some of the places that I could go to reach out and find information, but also being a part of bigger groups and bigger organizations, like women of color podcasters was great because they found all they already had. A plethora of resources to help find sponsorships, to how to set up your sponsorship deck, to um, a lot of little things that you don't normally think of when you're trying to find someone to um, sponsor a podcast or even want to monetize in that direction overall. Um, I really encourage people who are not in that place yet but are thinking about it, do your homework. And also do the math. If it makes sense, it's gonna make dollars. If it doesn't make dollars, then it don't make sense, so.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna clip that. And I'm just gonna send it to every single podcaster I know. <laughs> oh my God, I love that clip. I'm, so that was around the 10 minute mark. Okay, good, <laughs> there we go. Already golden this episode on top on top. We're talking to Danielle from the More Than Graphics podcast. Um, so I wanna go into tips. Now, because you've been in the game so long, we, you probably have a plethora of tricks and tips in your bag to help your podcast and all that. But what is one tip that you have? I want to hit people who are just thinking about getting into podcasting. Those are the people that I want to resonate with. So what tip do you have for them?
1: Setup is really important. Um, we reduce probably almost 50% of the clutter of post-production by having a strong pre-game setup. So we're really adamant about making sure that if it's a quiet place, you're not gonna have a lot of extra noise in the background. If you're using uh, cloud tools, like recording uh, in StreamYard or Zoom or anything along those lines, that you have the proper thing set up so you're not having to rush and allocate. The other big part of that is doing your homework ahead of time. Know your guest. Research them, look them up, don't just book them and then kind of stumble through it as you are in the moment. It's really important to get to know them one-on-one. Having that connection with them actually pays much higher dividends later on down the road um, than just kind of finagling through it. Have planned episodes, right? Know what you're going to talk about. Don't thumb through it. (laughs) Unless you like recording for long periods of time and then editing out later, that's totally your jam. However you want to do it. Different structs for different folks no harm, no foul here. But I think it's really interesting that, you know, we have come from a long background of understanding that if you have a strong pregame, that postgame and then after party is going to ring
0: bells. I love love the analogies. Uh, (laughs) I'm here all day. (laughs) I'll be here for three hours. I'm just going to be like, yeah, okay, sure. Hit me with the analogies. I love uh, talking. Um, When you're, do you have podcast mentors? I've, I've never asked that. And this is the first time I'm asking someone long-term. Who are some of your podcast mentors, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Absolutely. One of my um, very close friends, and she's been someone that actually led me into podcasting to begin with, um, Jennifer Longworth with Bourbon Barrel Podcasting. She's a podcast editor. Um, she's one of my favorite Kentucky women in podcasting. She's one of the leading women um, for podcasting in Kentucky. And I absolutely love the fact that her and I just happen to be in the same city. We just happen to go to the same podcast conferences sometimes, and uh, we just kind of have this cool Kentucky collab. You know, we bring our bourbon, we hang out, and we just do our thing. And I love the fact that um, she has been such a leader for me as to kind of what my expectations are when I walk into these spaces of podcasting. And then, too, it also kind of leaves me curious if if it's possible for her to um, encourage me in that way, to give me some insight, direction. All of those things are things that I've encompassed by just having a simple re- mentor relationship with her.
0: I love it. I love it. So you would say for most podcasters at a certain point, getting a mentor that can help you would be beneficial.
1: Yes, actually. I really encourage it. I know for a lot of people it's sometimes it's a little bit of a paywall. Um, so, but I really encourage you to find someone, even if it's just following them online for a while, just to get those nuggets and get started and then build up the investment to, to um, go into hiring a podcast mentor.
0: I love it. I love it. Um, so you've been doing this like six years, six years is a pretty long time. You've amassed those tips, those tricks, and probably more memories than uh, a single person has in a lifetime. But I want to know, do you have a favorite moment in your podcasting career that you just go, yeah, this is why I podcast this is, this is brings you the warm and fuzzies on those dark nights of podcasts.
1: Yeah, I actually had two moments, to be really honest. I'll share both. Um, One originally was from a guest called Tony Forte. He was on our podcast uh, almost two years ago. And he literally shared this golden nugget, and it really just hit me in the face really hard, which was, you know, just because it looks like I'm having fun doesn't mean I'm not working. And I really was like, holy cow, that's what a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people think that of me on the outside, I'm sharing the highlight reel with the world, right? They don't get to yeah. see the stumbles and the fumbles. Um, so, but I love the fact that um, he said that, that really resonated with me to, to kind of keep showing the mess, keep showing the ugly sometimes, because that's what makes us more relatable. It's going to gain um, a little bit more credibility, street cred, with the people that follow us the most.
0: I love it. I love it. It's, I it, <laughs> It, it is true. It works. If you don't show the, the dark side of stuff, other people just think you're just lucky and it's just, it's no work. But it's, yeah, it's like uh, find, find something you love. You'll never work a day in your, your life, but it, you will work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Um, a, a secondary where I'll give you a secondary option. Please. Um, Mike Vini, he was a guest also on our podcast talking about self-care. He was a bonus episode. And we don't have a lot of guys on the show. We do have guys on the show, but we intentionally like to give women more of that space. Of course. And it was really cool to have him on because he talked about how a lot of the negative feelings that we sometimes kind of go through actually help grow the positive things and the positive attributes and the positive feelings that we go into. And that was so like, it, it, it blew my mind. Like going into anger actually helps build determination. Right. Um, when we go <sighs> through a stage of grief, um, a lot of times that helps morph into a, a deeper sense of joy and purpose for ourselves. So having said those words and having hearing these things is like mind boggling. We're talking about self-care, um, especially during the month of February where we're talking about, you know, self-loving, um, being, a, a, being a deeper appreciator of ourselves.
0: As you were saying this, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, how can that work? And then I'm looking at anger, building determination. I don't, I want to be determined that I won't get this anger. So it builds it up. And then grief, I want to be more joy. My God, that's like, I, I feel like I'm having that moment, like you were on the show or even after the show. My God. It's the Um,
1: transformation, right? That's the beauty about, I love the More Than Graphics podcast for that purpose. We're listening to people better understand what their transformation was and how they got there. So it's kind of like taking the cliff notes of someone else's life and saying, you know what, I'm going to use that to fuel my own destinations, my own purpose and my own goals.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. Do you have maybe a favorite episode that you've recorded?
1: Uh, Just recently, we did a Blaze episode. So our podcasts are themed by a, a keyword, And we actually do two sections of that. We do the actual episodes that we record on our podcast. We also take a deeper dive on our clubhouse with that same theme. And every week we talk about something else in regards to that keyword. So Blaze was an episode that I really did not see coming. um, Coming in the sense of, wow, like this resonated so deeply with me. Um, Blaze Hunter, which is really funny because we had a Blaze theme and the actual speaker was Blaze Hunter. Um, Amazing, amazing philanthropist. Um, she is definitely one of the top people that really challenged me to take the things that I have experienced and help map a new direction or pivot in a different direction than what I was previously doing. Um, it was really good. That was something I wasn't expecting, but that actually ended up being one of my favorite episodes that we've done um, over this past season.
0: Oh, I love it. I'm, a, I'm looking forward to listening to it because uh, if you had a great time with it, then a- must be great and it must be a good one but you brought up something that was interesting um and it's funny the previous guest i had uh just before recording this mentioned it as well clubhouse mm. now i started using clubhouse when at first when there was the big brouhaha about it coming out and then i and like my previous guest said it died out mm-hmm. or at least the brouhaha about it the, the publicity yes. about it how are you using clubhouse to boost your podcast because I know a lot of people are mm-hmm. saying TikTok, 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 but I'm interested in Clubhouse because now that it's probably a more niched audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that it, they've whittled for sure. Um, and I love the fact that it's whittled because that means all, you know, all the clusters are gone. Um, for the most part. (laughs) Um, But I think it's really cool that we've been able to use Clubhouse as an extension of our conversation to bring in a different type of audience that normally would not um, be kind of reached out to through our traditional ways of what we've been doing with the podcast. Um, So this is kind of a little bit of an experimental group. Um, It's definitely not finalized by any means, but it does create some really good conversations um, that we've been able to reach more through replays than we have through the live um, actual recording. So we're doing more in the after effects more so than the actual process of, which is very interesting to me. But I encourage any type of extra space. We looked at Twitter spaces um, since that's been definitely on the rise, especially amongst uh, creative entrepreneurs like um, Gary V and Chris and things along those lines. We want to bring up um, the fact that we can create a little space for ourselves in some other region as well. So uh, we like Clubhouse. It seems to be working for us right now. Um, but we're okay with pivoting. We just want to create a space, wherever that may be.
0: I love it. No, I, I love that you're – Clubhouse is I, I, phenomenal. I re, I produced a podcast that was directly – just a direct recording of Clubhouse Room um, every, yeah. every week. So it was great. Unfortunately, the uh, entrepreneur who was doing it was – overwhelmed so we had to drop it but it was was fun and i've been looking for a reason to go back and i think i may start doing some clubhouse rooms um danielle we're coming up to the end i hate this part it's the worst part of the episode because i have to say goodbye but before i say goodbye um i want to know because i like listen there's three million podcasts and they're Mm -hmm. rising all the time finding a good podcast is hard so having you here telling me a podcast that you would suggest uh, Hmm. for me to listen what would you what would you suggest
1: oh there's so many most of mine actually are like on the gamer side because i love listening to let's
0: let's go (laughs) i had i hey look I got a PS4. I have to upgrade to a PS5. Gaming <laughs> podcasts right. are fine. I play <laughs> I play it every Friday night with my boys. So don't I, I'm a gamer. Oh I love that. Even if that. I don't look like it, I'm a gamer.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, We're the family that Fortnite. So that's kind of how we started. And then we've kind of moved on to other things as well, but you know, we are huge gamers in this family, as you can probably tell if you're look, if you're visually looking back here. Yeah, um, got,
0: for the audience that are just listening to the podcast and not on the YouTube, why aren't you on the YouTube? But besides that, she's got a Sonic. she got Miles Morales up on her wall. Is that? Do I see a Black Panther up there?
1: There is. Is it and a Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, my friend did a personal rendition of Mario Brothers, which you see there on the top oh, left. Yeah. So um, my son, who's two years old, loves being able to climb up in my lap and kind of poke and um, try to figure out all his characters. So, so far, he loves Sonic. and I think that's mostly due to me because of the big backdrop back here. Um, but we have a, a, a Doctor Strange as well in the back, and he loves playing with Doctor Strange. So... When we talk about podcasts, we're talking about, you know, just a level of of gaming, lifestyle things. I'm a huge MMA fan, so we listen to a lot of um, UFC-related podcasts. Um, I am a big fan of just kind of the uh, motivational, inspirational speakers. So of course, I'm a big fan of anything, Chris I mentioned Gary V before. Yeah. All these things are very entrepreneurial, challenging to me in some spaces. But I'm not afraid to venture off into some, you know, some G4 I will listen to some voiceover of animes for a while. I'm not afraid to go that direction either. My kids are huge into anime, um, but I'm definitely more of the retro gamer. I love being able to sit back with my NES and you know Donkey Kong it out.
0: A f- person after my own heart. I love it. <laughs> um, Danielle, I'm going to jump off the screen for a short bit. I'm going to give you the last little bit. Tell my audience where they can find you and how they can support you, okay? Sure. The floor is yours.
1: Awesome. Well, I totally encourage you to follow me at Octane Designs on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and or Pinterest. Um, You can also find me at LexOctane.com where you can find out more about our individual products and services that we offer to help you level up your digital marketing game.
0: Awesome. Thank you again to Danielle for being a guest on the podcast and sharing your story with more than graphics because you are more than graphics. Hey, look at me. I'm doing it. I'm using your catch line. Your I hashtag.
1: love it. MTG. Woo.
0: Let's go. Um to my audience, make sure you check out the show notes. All the links to Danielle's podcast, her business, all that will be there for you to uh support her. And I suggest and not suggest I I demand you support this amazing podcaster because it was such a fun time. Danielle, thank you again. And to my audience, remember to always invest in yourself.